0: I'm Steve Guggenheim, and this is Travel with Googs. I finally found it. No, not the Holy Grail, though the Germans search for it in Sicily, but absolutely fantastic food. People always told me, oh, the food is so great in Italy. But on three previous trips, I could only say it was fine. No matter where I went, Venice, Rome, the Amalfi Coast, I found good things to eat, but nothing spectacular. That all changed in Sicily, a place most tourists never get to. It's even a forgotten place for many Italians. In fact, the Sicilians consider themselves more a part of Africa because of its proximity to many countries such as Tunisia, and many of those residents emigrate to Sicily. The olives, green and black, were exquisite. Even non-olive eaters on our trip couldn't wait to get them. I tasted excellent red wines and even the average ones were good. The bruschetta was very tasty. By the way, Sicilians call it bruschetta, not bruschetta. The bread is not overly toasted, and the tomatoes and spices are very tasty. The pasta was superb, as was the pizza. I don't eat most cheeses, but those on our trip raved about it. I had wanted to go to see Sicily, but was not overly excited about going, just thinking it'll be nice. Boy, was I in for a surprise. And that was the reaction of my fellow travelers in our group of 15. Everyone was blown away by the food, the scenery, the small towns and larger cities, the history, the people. We went in early December so there were no crowds. In many places, we were the only tourists. The weather was around 60, not for swimming, but pleasant. The trip run by Overseas Adventure Travel started in Palermo. When traveling overseas, I always leave a day early to catch up on the time change. It also helps in case weather or flight problems cause delays. I've seen people who arrive late and never caught up on their sleep and got sick. You're spending the money for a great trip. Spend a little extra on a hotel for a night so you can be refreshed when the trip actually begins. Palermo is a nice-sized city with a lot of action. There's a busy downtown with beautiful buildings. The Opera House is exquisite and worth a tour. One of the most interesting areas is the open market with all kinds of food, mostly grown in Sicily. Fresh fish, such as octopus, abounds, as do all kinds of spices. This is where people come to buy their food for the day. It's fun to sample the wide variety of offerings. There are chickens, liver to taste, and scores and scores of other food. Walking down the side streets is a treat. Many just barely wide enough for the small Fiats and other cars that people drive. They zoom along and you have to get to the side of the road so you don't get hit. Tuk-tuks also speed through the narrow alleyways and the crowded traffic on the main roads. They are motor scooters that pull a small carriage that can only fit two or three people, and it's something you have to ride in when you go there. You hold your heart in your hand as they dart in and out of traffic over cobblestone roads, but it's the ride of a lifetime. We visited a woman who lives in one of the small houses in one of the narrow streets. She and her husband and kids live in a one-room apartment and they have no complaints. The shower is in the room. The bathroom is in the room. The beds are in the room. But she seemed quite happy with her situation, which is mimicked by hundreds and hundreds of others. They all have four and five kids and have lived this way all of their lives. When the kids marry, they live the same way. It's all in what you're used to. While in Palermo, we were treated to a talk on the Casa Nostra, or Mafia. It was quite an education about how the organization began which had its headquarters in the town of Corleone. Sound familiar? That was the family name and the godfather. One of the speakers was the son of a man who became the head of Casa Nostra. He was born while his father was on the run. He totally disavows the group, but to this day is hounded because of his father. He can't get a job, can't escape interrogations by police, and basically can't get away from his name, Provenzano. He even emigrated to Germany but returned because of the same problems encountered in Italy. While in Palermo, we visited a puppet theater and shop where they're created. It's a traditional form of Sicilian folk art. Puppetry used to be very popular there going back to the 15th century, but it is a dying art with only a few puppeteers and shows remaining. One of the most beautiful towns you will find is Castelbuono, which is about two hours from Palermo. They use donkeys to carry the trash, which is lowered by rope from apartments above the shops. There's a castle near a church, which is the case in many towns. In the noble families, the firstborn inherited everything, while one of the younger siblings became a priest, all done to keep the wealth from the church and the family. By the way, the castles also served as prisons, where the inmates would all be stuck in a basement dungeon with no light, causing many of them to go blind. While in Buono, we had lunch at Mangalerone, a beautiful quaint Michelin-starred restaurant that is famous for its mushrooms. They serve five different styles, and they are quite delicious. They were honored as one of the top four restaurants in Italy. From there, we went to the seaside town of Cefalu, with beautiful views of the Tyrrhenian Sea. You walk through extremely narrow streets only a few feet wide. It was designed in early days to protect people from invaders, and today, the streets provide shade for the people walking through since it gets so hot in the summer. In Misara, we walk through the narrow streets of the kasbah. It's in Misara where you will find the dancing satyr, which was discovered by fishermen years ago. It's a famous statue with a missing leg, and there is a museum dedicated to it, the statue putting the town and the captain and crew who found it on the map. At one point along the way, we stopped at a workshop where a local craftsman had built replicas of all the churches in Sicily, all made out of paper. Next to the shop was a church with a fairly plain facade. You know the saying, you can't judge a book by its cover? Well, that certainly fits here. We were told to keep our eyes shut as we walked into the church. Once there, we couldn't believe what we saw. That plain building turned into the most ornate church I have ever seen, with fanciful carvings throughout. Trapani is where you see the Salt Museum and a 17th-century mill that is still in working order today and where you learn about salt production. Being a salt worker has to be one of the most back-breaking jobs you can imagine. All day long, workers with long sleeves, wide hats, and high boots work with special rakes to gather the salt in the baking sun. In Agricento, we had lunch at a private home, but the highlight was the basement. The grandfather was a cart maker. Years ago, carts were made to be pulled by donkeys or horses to transport goods, but these were not just any carts. His were exquisite, with fancy motifs and beautiful inlaid designs. They were built for the animals that would pull them so are perfectly balanced to make the job on the animal easier. As you drive through Sicily, you see a lot of farmland, with olives, prickly pears that grow on cactus, lemons, and many other fruits and vegetables, greenhouses filled with tomatoes and eggplant. You see a lot of vineyards, and trust me, many of the Sicilian wines, as I mentioned before, are excellent. There are also a lot of sheep, not as many as in New Zealand, but plenty of them. One night we stayed at an agriturismo, an inn with beautifully landscaped grounds. These agriturismas are food to table. They grow all of their food on the land and you are treated to their bounty in the dining room. This one was like a Spanish hacienda in the middle of nowhere with a gorgeous courtyard. Outside the city of Agracento, we found the Valley of the Temples which holds the remains of Greek temples that were built from 510 to 430 B.C. The town of Caltagironi is known for its many ceramic shops. We exercised by climbing the 150 wide, narrow steps decorated in ceramics to get amazing views of the area. Ragusa was one of my favorite stops. It was destroyed by an earthquake. Some residents then moved to higher ground, building on the side of a mountain. We stayed in a hotel that was built into a cave. One of the main downtown buildings has a number of statues on the balconies, designed after people they liked and those they didn't. It is quaint, with narrow roads, a beautiful downtown, and the best pizza you'll find at a restaurant called Antares, which is also built into a cave. And if we thought we climbed a lot of steps in Caltagirone, we were wrong. Since you can climb many more steps than that for incredible views, you will discover streets with shops and restaurants and residential areas. Even with a map, it's easy to get lost. And don't forget, when you climb those steps, you have to climb back down. The tuk-tuks in Palermo gave way to old Fiat 500s in Modica, where we were treated to a ride that took us zooming around narrow streets and alleyways. How drivers from the Fiat 500 Modican Club can maneuver those roads is amazing. It's a lot of fun, but not for the faint of heart. It felt like a chase in a James Bond movie. The roads are so narrow, I would have trouble with my bicycle. Syracuse is a good-sized city with a beautiful waterfront that, in its time, was one of the most powerful ports on the Mediterranean. It is the birthplace of the mathematician Archimedes. Quaint shops dot the narrow alleyways, many of them leading to the town square and outdoor restaurants. The town used to have close to 5,000 Jews, who are now all gone. They arrived when they were expelled from Jerusalem, coming between the 1st and 3rd centuries. There were synagogues, and you can still see the Jewish Star of David on the doors. Not long ago, they discovered a mikvah, a Jewish ritual bath where people would cleanse themselves. It's in a hotel and you have to walk down a narrow, winding, wet stairway to get to it. It is no longer used for religious observances. Catania is a good-sized city by the Ionian Sea that I never knew existed. That's one of the delights of travel, discovering wonderful new areas. We toured old ruins and spent several hours at the World War II Museum, one of the best I've ever seen. They take you back to that horrible time, and you get to experience what it was like when air raid sirens sounded, and the area was hit by bomb after bomb as Allied attacks came in droves. Catania is the dropping-off point for Mount Etna, and the ride there was very interesting, and you see beautiful towns and homes overlooking the Mediterranean. You need four-wheel drive vehicles to get there since the roads are made of lava, and regular vehicles can't handle the drive. Lava is so hard, it can crack steel. The day we went, the clouds had rolled in and it was very cold. The winds were gusting over 50 miles an hour, so we could only walk a mile or so. No one climbs to the top, since it's too treacherous. It is a very active volcano, and when there is an eruption coming, everyone moves out of their house, taking all of the furniture. Fortunately, lava flows at a very slow rate, so they have time to evacuate. A small church was built at the volcano to commemorate those that died in the big earthquake. We also took a day trip to the beautiful town of Taramina, a place where the rich and famous go. World leaders gathered there as it was the location of the 2017 G7 summit. There is a famous Greco-Roman theater that is still in use today and features top artists from around the world. It has a quaint downtown with gorgeous villas overlooking the Mediterranean. It also is famous for its godfather tours since the movie was filmed nearby, not in Corleone, where the Casa Nostra was started. Many people only fly into Palermo or Catania and head to Taromino when they go to Sicily. But if they do that, they're missing an area rich in history, beautiful sights, and wonderful food. I'm Steve Guggenheim, and this is Travel with Googs.